Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to talk about documenting the journey. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hello, and welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about just documenting this journey we call parenthood. You know, because I have done this podcast, one of the questions I get for friends or even other podcasters and stuff, they say, you know, Ryan, how do you come up with so many different ideas? And and it's I say it's simple. I have two kids (laughs) and I'm talking about parenthood and every single day of my life, um, I have to pick from one of any 10 episodes that I can talk about. And I think part of being a parent for me, you know, I always talk about this. Look, I don't know Jack, so I don't, I really just share with you my journey. Um, I never want to say, hey, you should do this or you should do that. But what works for me is to document this process. Uh, I do that through this podcast. I personally do it through journaling. Um, I do it through sharing stories with uh, friends, but oftentimes I relate my coaching business. I'll say, what was it like when you were a kid, right? Because most of our challenges and the reason we act the way we do as adults is because of our trauma or experiences as a child. Uh, and we've all experienced some level of trauma Uh, as a child and there's varying levels of that so let me just explain that look if you had a a great pet as a child and it passed away or got hit by a car something like that it's a childhood trauma other people have you know parents who are addicted to drugs or abusive and had to change but no matter what you had an experience or a couple of experiences that brought you a level of emotion that you think you'd want to live without but anyway it defines who you are. So embrace that stuff. But documenting this journey of parenthood, uh, actually one of my clients who does a lot of marketing shared with me just yesterday, you know, Ryan, you should probably be sharing some of this stuff on Instagram because uh, I'll share a story or a perspective of the kids. And she's like, that stuff is great. Do you ever you record that stuff like conversations with my kids no um but experiences so for instance and 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 some of this is going to be on my instagram so it's be the dad you wish you had at, at, at instagram so on instagram be the dad you wish you had and i i'm probably going to start doing kind of a daily journey thing or at least one post a day and it's simple. So yesterday, as this person shared it, my client shared it, I was like, man, it just sounds like a lot of work until I started documenting it with pictures. And I'm more of a verbal person, so I like to talk about it. 
but a picture's worth a thousand words. So I was, we went to a place called Rock and Jump yesterday. He got out of school early. So he gets out of school early and I'm like, you have to do your homework. And I could literally, there's a clock right next to the computer where he's doing work. And his computer stuff is up on the screen, right? Don't need to show my son, but I can show that it's, you know, 1230 in the afternoon on a half day and he's taking care of his homework. Why? Because we had plans to go to Rock and Jump with a friend of his. And I said, listen, between the time we go to Rock and Jump and when you finish your homework, you and your buddy, when he gets here, can play some video games. So then they're sitting in the corner, one with the iPad, one with the, the screen, and they're just going at it, having a blast, the biggest smiles on their face. I didn't take a picture of that, um, but I could have. We get to rock and jump, and they're climbing rock walls and going on trampolines, and I'm watching them bounce all over the place, and I got tons of video of that. But more importantly than like taking this to document on Instagram or somewhere else, I do it for myself. I have, I think 18,000 photos and like 2,000 videos in my phone alone. Uh, they're all up on the cloud or access to the cloud, but it's because I'm constantly taking pictures of my kids at the park or watching the train or, you know, as I'm recording this, for those of you who don't know, I do have a YouTube channel also and I record this in video and then we strip the audio for this. And as I'm looking in my car, cause I'm in my car, the baseball gear is behind me because we went from rock and jump straight home or, or straight to his friend's house, dropped his friend off and he used the restroom to change into his baseball gear. And then we pull up to the baseball field of which was his first game of the year. And he won five to nothing. And I have pictures of the boys huddled up. I have pictures of the boys afterwards. I have pictures of the boys breaking and saying, go angels. Uh, and all of these things are the day in the life of a dad. So that gets me home and I hear my little one as I've been with the eight-year-old most of the day. She goes, he's fit to be tied. And I could just hear his frustration and he's in a routine. And daddy wasn't home the last two nights because we had baseball practice the night before. So I go into his crib and I start rubbing his back and he has a little nightlight. And he says, daddy lay down. Mind you, he already has a big boy bed because uh, he inherited his brothers. And it's right there in the room. And he says, daddy lay down. And sometimes just to soothe him, I will lay in that bed. And he says, daddy lay down. So I just rubbed his back for a little bit and he said, go lay down. I laid down, I said, I'll be right here. And whenever he goes, mm, uh, I just go, shh. And I actually took a picture of me laying in bed with the nightlight behind the headboard because it just doesn't stop. From the time he got home at 12.30 to about 9.30 when the baby finally passed out because he was just having a rough night. To the time at 3.30 in the morning when he asked to come into the bed with me because I fell asleep in there. Uh, to the time my wife came in at 4.30 because he was asking for mommy. He didn't want daddy anymore. To 6.30 when we're starting the day all over again. That's my day every single day. And I didn't even talk about work or PTA on this. Like, There's a 
There's a lot of moving parts. Somebody share with me, I say that. There's a lot of moving parts in this thing called parenting. And some people, you know, who listen to this go like, oh, you let the kid get, get in the bed with you. Uh, we used to never do that. But with two in the house and the older one needing a good night's rest, because he's got testing here in the next couple weeks and they're really, you know, prepping for that. And, and he's got baseball and he's exhausted and he needs a good night's rest. Like the first kid, if he wailed, the only people that got affected was us adults and we could handle it. But when the little one does it, you know, we do what we can to comfort him simply because we want the other one to get a good night's rest. Um, it's such an interesting dynamic, man. Uh, I say, man, uh, honestly, one was a piece of cake. Two is like juggling 20 kids. At least that's what it feels like. I was at the baseball field last night as I'm documenting this, but I share things with people and I, I'm, I'm watching the other parents who have multiple kids and uh, the little boy has baseball and his sister whether she's older or younger i would say she was younger they had all these crafts for her because she's bored watching baseball i'm thinking to myself man i'm glad my kids are six years apart in this respect right because i wouldn't want to have to bring him and preoccupy him with coloring books and this and that. i want to watch the game and the way we do it in our house is is i go or she goes to baseball and the other one stays with the baby simply because uh, he's two and isn't going to go anywhere near a baseball not to game, not to mention a night game where it's it's cutting into his his bedtime, although it didn't last night. Right. Um, but just the energy of that, him not being able to wind down. So document this journey, whether it's through pictures, we have the technology now. Um, I record when I'm reading to my kids sometimes. Um when they're just goofing off, running around the house, I always have my phone on me, you have your phone on you. Just capture the times where they're just beating up on each other and laughing and having a good time. If it's your little girl and you hear her playing with her tea set in the other room and talking to her dolls, sneak around the corner, stick that camera out and capture some of those moments because I'm telling you, as a dad of a two-year-old and eight-year-old, Man, the time just flies. And I'm looking at my eight-year-old and he, he's still short compared to everybody else. But when I look at him or when I pick him up when we fall asleep on the couch on Friday nights uh, while we're doing movies and I got to carry him upstairs. And, and he's a lot bigger than he was a year or two ago. I'm just like, where did the time go? There's too much good cap to capture in every single day to not document this journey for yourself and will you go back and watch the pictures or, or, or watch the videos all I would say to that is storage is next to free um, and you won't have that option if you don't document it I go back sometimes and I love it now pictures around the house i'll ask Jaden, the little one Jaden, who is that and he's him and his brother are spitting images of, about the same age and he goes that's Jaden." and i said no that's not Jaden. that's christian when he was your age 
And he kind of like looks at me and giggles like, oh, that's Christian. When did Christian look like that? I've never seen Christian look like that. Um, and the ability to show him videos of Christian when he was that age. And although he doesn't understand, I said, that was Christian. This is you. And they look the same. And I'm glad that I'm able to share those memories with him. And lastly, I'll end on this note. It's pretty amazing for my eight-year-old to see when he was a baby because he's seen when his brother was a baby and he obviously doesn't remember. But there's times where I feel he's jealous. This is gold, what I'm gonna tell you. And then I show him all the things I currently do with his brother that he thinks, well, you don't do that with me. And I go, I did all of this and more. And the reason I say more is because you were the only one I didn't have to split time. So I did all of this and more with you. So when you think your brother's getting all the attention, no. Through proof of video and pictures that you got the same if not better treatment. And I think that's important to a kid to know when he feels, hey, why do I have to split time with this little booger? Hey, we'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.